Hello guys and girls and welcome to episode 47 of the VR Inside podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live now at the new times of 7pm in Europe, 6pm in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. If you missed the live stream, you can catch up with the whole show as I re-upload it every Sunday to my own YouTube channel at Virtual Reality Oasis. Or you can check out the audio version, which is available on Google Play Music, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. Just a quick reminder that the show is rebranding, and we announced that in last week's episode. The show will be called F-Reality in the future, and will continue to be broadcasted at the same times, but now on our dedicated YouTube channel, F-Reality. There is a link in the description down below, so you can go and subscribe if you like the show, and we'll be going live there on the 11th of August. But today, if you've got any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat and we'll try to answer as many questions as we can. But if you're new to the show, let me introduce you to the awesome team. First up, he is our very own little Star-Lord. It is, of course, Nathy. How you doing, dude? You all right? Yes, I'm doing all righty-tighty. And uh, yeah, I am the Star-Lord of this, this united power we have, right? <laughs> you look like him a little bit. I think you've got like the, the blonde hair, you know? You wear the jacket. I'm, 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 I'm as crazy as Star Lord in a way, I think. Especially yeah. when I'm excited. <laughs> I, I would still like to see you dance, though. I still want to see that. Yeah, yeah. we need to see the moves. <laughs> We're waiting, by the way. I don't, I, I don't have any music. Like, I can oh, okay. play a track here, like a, a shitty flute uh, Guardians of the Galaxy track. No, no, no. I don't think you all. want to hear that. Spare so us all, please. I will. Please. Don't worry. So, next up, this guy loves nothing more to throw his webs around <laughs> it is of course a spider-man rowdy guy really? how you doing dude you all right really that that is the introduction that i'm getting now i don't I, throwing my webs or what do you actually mean with that <coughs> tosser <coughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm all right i'm a little bit hot you know i got a little bit of a headache because of all of this heat but mm. uh no i'm i'm actually uh, i'm actually all right for the rest yeah virtuality yeah. you know keeps me alive yeah, well, you know, talking about keeping you alive, you you should be a, a stunt double as well because you've been uh, <laughs> you've been pushing the limits of your uh, yeah. your transport, yeah. right? Check this out. Oh. Uh, you need, you need to take a picture of that, Rowdy, and then you just do a large like long portrait and you print it and you put it on your wall and you just tell people it's modern art. Yeah. So to, for, the, for the audio listeners, you know, I don't want to leave you guys out. Rowdy just showed a really big bruise on his hip, but maybe you can tell us all how that how that actually happened, dude. Ah, uh, it's so stupid. Like I I bought like this uh, little electrical scooter uh, because I I, I kind of want to get around faster, and I was like, you know, can I can I go like Casey Neistat on this thing? Can he can I you know make movies and film around on this thing? So I was like, ah. Oh. I took my phone out. I was driving at like maybe, I don't know, 20 kilometers an hour. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this works pretty great. And then, then there was, I'll never forget it, this very, very small dent. Like it wasn't big. It was just a few centimeters deep. And I went in there and I came out, but my wheels <laughs> twisted and I flew over the wheels. And um, yeah, I, I ended, I, well, I actually, I, I'm glad I didn't land on my head or something because that could have been worse. <laughs> But uh, I, I kind of turned a little bit in the air and I hit uh, hit a tree, I think, or something. The tree was so all Casey, right. Casey knows that career is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. No, no, um, no. I'll, I'll find another way to do it. I'm glad you're all right. I'm glad you're all right in the end. Um, so next up, moving on. Some may say he's strange, 
But to you, he's Doctor Strange, and that is him. Doc Five, how you doing, dude? You all right? That's a beautiful character for me, Mike. I think it uh, fits. You kind of look like, like him with the glove. beard, with the beard and everything. You, you could be him, man. For sure. I could be him. Uh, I wish I knew more about him. As a guy who like I started collecting Marvel cards at eight years old, and then got ripped off from a guy who wanted to steal. He basically he took all my good cards and traded me DC Universe cards. I mean, oh man, is there a lower crime? I yeah, don't. What a scumbag. Yeah. What a scumbag. I'm going to yeah. get you, Timmy. I'm going to yeah, get we'll, you. I'm going to find you, dude. You're take those cards back. <laughs> I'm good. Miffed good. at Timmy. Good. good. So uh, I decided if I was going to be a Marvel character this week, I would be Rocket Raccoon. And that's because uh, I have dark circles under my eyes like a raccoon. I like to eat <laughs> junk food. I'm small and chubby and I stay up all night. So oh. <laughs> pretty much, you know, a raccoon would be my spirit animal, I think. That, that sounds um, like, like a full-time VR YouTuber to me. It is. That, that is The struggle is real. You know, <laughs> you know it more than anyone else. We, we all have circles on our eyes. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Got to get that grind in. Uh, but anyway, enough of us. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Marvel Powers United VR. We're going to be discussing our thoughts and the future of this hero brawler. We're going to be talking about Hellblade, uh, Senua's uh, sacrifice in VR, uh, a pleasant surprise from Ninja Theory this week that Hellblade is getting VR support. And then finally, we're going to be talking about the mixed reality flashlight view. Uh, this new handy tool will let you see the real world around you whilst in VR. So we've got some cool topics for you today, uh, but we're going to start the show off with what everyone's been playing in VR this week. So let's kick it over to Nate first to find out what he's been playing other than Senua's Sacrifice and Marvel United, because obviously we're going to save those topics for later. Of course. So, uh, yeah, there was only one left that I played, and that is uh, Titanic VR. Uh, the uh, uh, early access is almost over. Mm. Uh, as far as I know, the full game comes out next month. Mm -hmm. And uh, Titanic VR is basically a educational game. So you can learn about the history of the Titanic. You can actually walk the decks you go back to the past, you can talk to the passengers, the crew, uh, witness the, the, the sinking, you know, uh, everything together. But also you can dive into the, the shipwreck of the Titanic and that's something else, that's something new. And that's what I tried. So the early access part that you can play now is only the, the part where you can uh, jump into a submarine and then go inside the Titanic. And the, the main objective is you uh, have to collect like you know stuff from within the ship and that can be perfume a document or something else so you're collecting for the the, the families that are still trying to honor the titanic try to so you're you're helping them out by doing research it's it's really cool and you learn a lot about the titanic because they they play like the 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 audio tracks of the survivors while you're like uh, uh while you are on the water it's kind of spooky too man like being yeah. inside the Titanic and it's super dark. Like the first time I, I, I tried it, I was like, I hope there is no shark in here. I hope there is no whatever, you know, trying to jump scare me, but it's an educational experience. So you should be fine, but you still get that like tense feeling where you're like, I need to be careful. I don't know what's inside. Um, and you're just like, you need to dive through the corridors. It's all very narrow and yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I can't wait for like the actual, uh, uh, like like time travel where you can talk to the people, you know, and, mm. and, and, and be a passenger yourself. So, yeah. Very cool, very cool. And Zim, you've actually met the developers uh, of this this title, right? 
Yeah, I stalked them outside of their studio in Waterford, nice. in Ireland. And I <laughs> That's how we know it. At them until they left me in, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. the cool thing, but the most surprising thing to me was um, the education team. Um, Forty of them. I was like, wow. "Damn, you guys!" I mean, they started. The, I talked to the CEO, and he started like three, four years ago off of a thousand euro, like out of his own pocket. And now he's got a team of forty doing a VR only you know, thing. It's amazing. Like they've been doing bits for the BBC. They did, did this app. They did obviously the, um, uh, the previous title, which was, uh, which was, which was Apollo, uh, which was a huge, huge piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suppose to me, uh, aside from the app and having seen kind of bits of what Nathie's played and some of the prefabs and, you know, people on the deck and actually populated very much like the movie, right? If you think about the Titanic film. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of a good cornerstone. I, I still have, I have guilty pleasures with games, you know, particularly mm-hmm. educational apps. I mean, there's a GTA side of my brain that just goes, you know, push the women and children off the edge, you know, and, <laughs> and I just, there's wow. certain things as a gamer, Wait, Sim, in VR, wait Sim. I want to be able to do these things. The coolness with how you said that, you, you just went like, I just want to push the women and children off. Yeah, that's, Stone Cold. That's what I wanted to do. Stone Cold. <laughs> you were so cool when you said that. You know, Doctor Strange, you know, that's yeah. all. That's yeah. all. Cool. But no, it's, it's interesting to hear about the background and certainly, you know, games that mix sort of gameplay and education, I think yes. are going to play a really important role in the future for sure. But yeah, definitely an interesting one to check out. Um, so uh, what about you, Rowdy? Did you uh, play much this week? Uh, the only thing I played was uh, more of a Powers United, so uh, I guess yeah. we'll leave that for uh, for a later discussion. It didn't have a lot yeah. of time, which you know, riding around my scooter, getting into accidents and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, what about you, Zim? Uh, what have you been playing this week, dude? I played a plus version of a game that I've uh, I've played before, and I was surprised by it. But now, like most plus sizes things, means you know, I'm a bit fatter, right? And uh, this one was the same, so it was a counting plus. The only other option, mm. if you were trying to guess, was probably Thumper's Play Plus mode, uh, which I actually did do a bit of that as well. But um, Accounting Plus, was there's a lot more to it than I was expecting there to be. I was expecting it would be basically accounting, copy-pasted over to PSVR with maybe an intro bit. But they have, I, I would say it's 150 to maybe 175% of the content of the original accounting. And if you have played the original accounting, you have a PSVR I think it's totally worth the money to, to pick it up again. There's some really great scenes. Um, there's It's really gritty as well. You, you guys know my humor. And, you know, there's death in there. There's a lot of swearing. Um, it's, a, it's a classic Squanch Tendo title. Um, and you get the... I'm not going to say any spoilers, but there are things you get to do in that that even I shudder at. And, oh, wow. uh, it, was, it was a fun people? week. Even you? What's that? Can you push people into the game? <laughs> Um, no, you, 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 you can't, uh, you can't push people, Nathie. Nope. You can't push people at all. Is there anything like, that's what I remember of accounting, something where you can get really like, like, like aggressive from, you know? Something... No, I think there's, there's not really much you can do, um, I would say oh. that uh, okay. you really, you know, get into stuff, but. Uh, well, Ra- Ra- Rowdy's like, Rowdy's repping the Squanch Tendo shirt today, so. Oh yeah. Look at that. Yeah, that is. was perfect. We, we totally, uh. Yeah. Like, you're in sync. You're in sync. Yeah, what our menzies are all in sync now. Um, but like one of the favorite things about um, accounting was like, you know, there's the bit where you just go into like a wood and it's all serene and you're like, oh, this is really nice, relaxing wooded environment. <laughs> and then this little dude pops out oh, of a tree and just abuses you for a straight 20 minutes. Like he doesn't it's even Mike's breathe. House. It's my tree <laughs> yeah. house, Mike. No, you're going away. What are you doing? What are so you good. doing? It's my tree house. 
I want that guy as my neighbor. Like, do you ever have a neighbor who just like doesn't say anything and they just kind of mind their own business? Yeah. And you're like, you want some character in your neighbor so that you can tell stories about your crazy neighbor? Like, I want that dude as my neighbor. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want him as my neighbor at all. No, but yeah, I'm glad that you uh, you enjoyed it. So there is way more content than the the original game for sure. Yeah. Cool, cool. So uh, this week I'm going to be talking about a game. Um, called uh hero bound and uh it's a game that sort of has really stood out for me this week more than any of the other big sort of triple a games that i've played this week and that's because it's actually a game that i want to go back and continue to play (laughs) so that's um, a long one this game is actually made by uh gunfire games uh the same team that brought you uh, dead and buried and from other sons and uh, I'm actually playing this on the go, by the way. So, uh, you know, it's, oh. it's been great to play it on the go because I can go downstairs. It's been a lot cooler downstairs. We, we live in the basement, so it's a lot colder down there than up here in the loft where the office is. Um, and uh, this game originally released on Gear VR. So it's like actually two years old now, believe it or not. But it was one of the most popular Gear VR titles and just one that completely uh, missed me when, you know, the, the Rift first came out without the touch controllers because it was a very mm. popular game back then as well for uh, just using the Rift and a gamepad. And uh, I would describe it as a sort of a Zelda light game in VR. You know, it's got this story about sort of five spirits that have united that sort of support the world. And then one of the spirits being the fire spirits gets upset and sort of breaks free and wants to ruin it for everyone else. So uh, you'd kind of take the control of this like tiny little uh, troll character from a sort of top down view. And uh, you sort of clear rooms and enemies and solve puzzles, which the puzzle bits are actually quite challenging uh, for a game that looks kind of, simple but the the puzzles are really sort of challenging and satisfying um but yeah it has a really uh rewarding sort of gameplay loop as well where you're sort of constantly finding a new weapon or upgrading a new ability or being able to access a new area like the sort of zelda sort of gameplay loop um so i'm really enjoying it so far it's maybe about sort of three hours in but one that I would definitely recommend if you've got a Go and a controller, because obviously you need a controller for this, like a gamepad. So you'll need like a, an Xbox One S controller or like the Steel Series uh, Android VR controller. Uh, but it's like seven ninety nine on uh, uh, for British pounds uh, on the Oculus Store or nine ninety nine US dollars. But yeah, if you're looking for a title that you're really going to sink some hours into, then you know Hero Bound is one that I would definitely recommend. And- and you're connecting that to like a link to the past, right? Like the older Zeldas, not the newer ones. Exactly. The older ones, for yeah. sure. For sure. You know, I would sort of aching it to sort of, you know, a, a Link Awakening or a Link to the Past, something like that. That's kind also, of similar sort of era. Because you kind of go from like room to room in that one. I, I've beaten it, but it took me maybe 16, 20 hours. It's not a short game. Oh, really? It took you that not long? That's, that's really interesting yeah. to hear that. That's really interesting to hear that. It's good to hear that it's got a lot of content, but certainly it's been the one that's kind of kept on drawing me to go back and play some more. And it kind of, you can just sink in like 20 minutes, half an hour, and then, you know, go It was a launch back. title on Rift, actually. It came out, like yeah. it landed the day the Rift was out. It was one of the few things out. And it was only like a fiver. It wasn't very expensive. And yeah. later, about two years, maybe two years later, they uh, launched it as, as free. So you could just play it for free. And I'm, I was always interested in that move when companies do that and they release an older title. I didn't see them uh, progress and, and release something else. I believe on Go, correct me here if I'm wrong, Mike, but I believe there's two versions of Herobound. There's the one that is basically yep. single player. And That's then there's right, a yep. multiplayer one, which is more, I would call it Diablo-esque. I haven't played it yet, but I'm no, quite I'm- keen to having beaten the first game. Yeah, exactly that. Like when I searched for it on the store, I saw two versions of it. And you're right, there is a multiplayer version as well, but I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, but maybe, you know, I've enjoyed this one so much that maybe I will go back and check it out. 
Um, but yeah, you know, it's kind of, it's nice to see that some of these older games are getting like a second lease of life, you know, on the go. Uh, but it's a shame that they're just so hidden amongst all the crap oh, <laughs> that's so on much. the store. There's so much rubbish on there. It's unreal. And I just wish people could search for highest rated games because it's one yeah. of the highest rated games in the store right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there we have it. That is a uh, hero bound. So go and check that one out if you're interested in a long game on the go. Uh, but let's move into some quick news right now. And the first up is uh, the Steam VR is getting some updates. So a couple of days ago, Valve posted some interesting updates on their Steam VR sort of uh, community page uh, within Steam, and they've announced three new maps, uh, a new asset pack system, and general quality of life improvements to Steam VR. So uh, one of the maps that they've actually featured in this update seems really interesting. It's actually a super villains layer. So it's actually quite big in terms of a map. It's got labs, it's got tunnels, electric fences. It's even got alligators in there. So, you know, if you love alligators, go and check it out. Um, but from the clip, uh, you actually have to explore the environments to get to certain parts of it, which are locked off. You actually need two players to push a button at the same time. So they're actually forcing people to to sort of explore these maps together so if you go in there with a friend you know in this super villains layer there's a door with two buttons and if you push that together then it leads you to somewhere secret and apparently if you search around enough you can unlock a team fortress 2 mini turret that you can have as a collectible item and then put it in your own uh, steam vr home which is kind of wow. cool um but they've also updated the new standard home environment as well, and they've added more virtual real estate, so you can add more items in there, sort of decorate it a bit more. There's now a waterfall and a cozy fireplace as well, so if you want to get a little bit intimate down by the fire with your friend in VR, then you can do that now. <laughs> um, so this update is rolling out right now, so if you want to go and check it out, you can go and explore it with your friends. So I thought that was a, a nice little bit of news for you, especially after we checked out um, Oculus Home recently. Yeah. You know, It's nice to see that there's more of these sort of uh, social yeah. things going on you can explore with your friends, which is kind of fun. Um, so in the next bit of news, we're going to be talking about Megaton Rainfall. So uh, that game has just been announced that it's coming to PC VR. Uh, the developers are called, uh, let me just get this right, uh, Pentadimensional <laughs> announced that Mega... For, Mega oh, man, I got the name right. I got the, the, the name of the game wrong. It's Megalontainfall. Megaton Rainfall will be coming to Oculus and Steam VR next month on the 9th of August. So um, the game originally launched as a timed exclusive for PSVR and it launched in October late last year. Um, and if you don't know about the game, it's described as a first-person hero simulator. And I think Rowdy played quite a bit of this game because you've talked about it on the show yeah. before, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I played it on the PlayStation, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, I played it back there. Uh, but I know that the PC version, there was also a, just a 2D version of this. Right? There is, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that you can also visit like different kind of planets and that kind of stuff. I actually don't know if that was possible on the PlayStation version because I actually never tried uh, going to a different planet. I just thought I was only the planet I was on. So I'm, I'm actually quite curious what they're going to do for uh, for the for the VR version now. Is it going to be like the, the full uh pc game that is that was there or is it going to be a, a mod from the playstation one so, yeah yeah, yeah. quite interesting quite interesting but the, the cool thing now though is that now it's on pc vr is that you're going to have full motion controls yeah. so you know you can really interact with stuff because it was a controller game on psvr right yeah, yeah. Uh, and also like if if you have it on P psvr is that you're going to get an update to use the move controllers as well so you're not left oh, out you can cool. sort of interact with stuff as well uh, yeah it's like a so, superman game right like exactly, but but not but not like the N sixty four one, like a, a good so, one. <laughs> but it so is not like I mean, if you play that game for even a couple of hours, um, and I've I've I put about ten hours into it. Like you, oh. you get to the point where 
you're not a super guy. Every time you miss a shot, you blow up the fucking planet and everybody <laughs> dies. Like, you are a super villain. Like, you might think you're Superman, but you're like a drunk Superman. And every right. so often, you're just wiping out 10,000 people yeah. and everyone's crying. And there's a megaton explosion <laughs> go off. It's actually really fun. The thing yeah. I wonder is with the PC changeover, like, will it actually hold up graphically? Because the graphics on PSVR are a little bit, I won't say shoddy, but kind of like to a blurred texture side, right. which goes fine on PSVR. They kind of get away with it. But when they make that conversion, like mm. we saw, you know, Skyrim shines beautifully with that, you know, post-conversion. But that was very much developed, you know, with the high texture in mind. I wonder. I, I do wonder. I, I do have there's to a say, 2D like, PC version, yeah. and that's good. I, I do have to say with the with the controller that I played with, just the gamepad, it was very hard to ensure that nobody died. Like, literally impossible. Because you with the thumbstick, trying to control where you're aiming at, like all those things that are flying around, it's not of easy. Course. Not easy at yeah. all. Whereas with the motion controls, it should be more intuitive, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. The slippery buggers. So, yeah. so this game is called Mechlodon Rainfall. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Megaton, Megaton Rainfall. Megaton. Megaton Rainfall. He's trolling this now. He's trolling this now. <laughs> but basically, if you of look at the trailer... Of course he is. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> now now I news, sound like I'm a troll. Well, I kind of am. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. So if you check out the trailer, which you probably played at some point during this, like the, the graphics do look very nice indeed. You know, and what what really interested me was the destructible environment. So like like uh, Zim mentioned, you know, if you miss the enemies, then you're going to blow up like a tower block. Wow. Uh, and the way it kind of crumbles and falls looks really satisfying. And the way you can fly through the air through the landscapes looks really satisfying. That is as well. really so cool. I'm really interested. In the, the the flying yeah. around is one of the coolest thing to do because it it, it flows like so smoothly. Yeah? There's no because it's, I think it's like partly procedural since when you right. when you go from from one place to another it's so cool to see like you know there's no loading screen or anything you just go through and uh you know the yeah. things like are there like oh, that's so awesome i really like that it the thing it reminds me of for those who know the horizons pack for elite dangerous uh which allows you for planetary landings yeah. it's very similar to that but at 20 times the speed like you nice. know whereas an elite it takes you 20 minutes to land you know, this takes you literally 20 seconds, maybe 10 seconds. It's very fast. But it's comfortable speed. It's not yeah. uncomfortable. And I think they do that because the clouds and the motion that goes past you acts as an anchor. And so I've never felt uncomfortable, you know, in it. And I think that's the coolest part about it is that it's comfortable. <laughs> we, we've got a comment in the chat. But could you imagine Megalodon Rainfall? I'd play that. <laughs> it's raining sharks. From Fluke Roach, yeah. it's raining sharks. Yeah, I, I, I would it's, play it's that. Be as well, yeah, Sharknado the game. <laughs> In yeah. I, I was actually trying to announce my my first game, and then yeah, well, it didn't work out. You guys thought it was a joke. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're interested in megaton rainfall that game will be coming out on the 9th of august for oculus and steam vl uh, megalodon rainfall who knows this is for nathy to announce in a future episode <laughs> still have to wait a bit for that one like they already started a hashtag yimbo slice says hashtag make sure not sure make sharknado the game <laughs> sharknado the game yeah I don't know how many Sharknado movies there's been now. I think it's like four, is it now? Four? Definitely three, because I've seen three. But it has no it has no VR experience yet. So yeah, I mean, nice. that's that's why I come into the game now. They're missing because the I want to make a rainfall one. Missing the boat. We need to patent that straight away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. okay. 
So let's move on to uh, Rec Room squads. So Rec Room Royale was uh, a really cool sort of update to Rec Room. You know, we all had a, a blast playing that. We all sort of jumped in, had a lot of fun, you know, sort of uh, cleaning up and getting that Scouts Honor Award. But uh, the developers are updating the game again. They're so persistent with these updates. It's incredible. And this update, they've changed it so... You no longer have a single player mode as such, so you can't go in solo anymore. They've actually changed that so you can only play as squads. So I think they either automatically pair you up or you pair up yourself. I'm not quite sure how it works, but you basically get paired in squads of three and then you're up against the other squads to fight it out. But the interesting thing is they've also added uh, a knockdown mechanic. So now when you get shot, you don't get necessarily killed instantly. You get knocked down first, which gives your squad mates an opportunity to come and help oh. revive you and bring you back into the oh, fight again. That's good. So a lot like other sort of battle royale games, yeah. you've got this kind of down but not out sort of uh, style mechanic. And the other cool thing is that they've added is that now you can communicate over radio. So if you and your squad get broken up, you don't have to be right next to each other to communicate. You can communicate over radio now, which is kind of a neat little feature as well. Wow. So uh, yeah, on the internet, Rowdy, they get to talk to you in your ear. Yeah. I'll mute myself. Are you excited? Sorry. Sorry. Mute, 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 mute everything, everyone. I'd love to. I'd love to jump in and, and, and play this with you guys because I know a lot of you guys were playing it when uh, the, the update originally dropped. Yeah. But I think, yeah, we kind of all were playing at different times. Sometimes we were playing together. Sometimes we were playing against each other. But to actually no, we team should. up as a <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind playing with you guys. Like, that, that I don't yeah. mind. So Sometimes we were playing together with each other muted, not knowing that we were muting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Blaming the other one for the problem. You know. For some reason, I, I had blocked Zim. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> no, blocked. That, I, I, I know okay. how that happened. Okay. I know how that happened because we played uh, uh, the pirate thing before that together, but we used Discord as voice chat. Oh, so we oh, was Discord. We muted each other in in the game. That was it. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. That makes but sense. I, but I but I think that with this new squads update, Rowdy doesn't need to worry anyway because like age limit accounts are are muted anyway. So yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh, Doesn't the roast matter. Real this, this week. The roast young as ever. Young as ever, yeah. Nathy. Young I as ever. Mike. Now, now, and now Zim yeah. is like the last. Just take one him off the list. list. Yeah. 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 Maybe I should also roast myself if, then. Why if you've not? got a roast for Nathy, just check yeah. in the chat. We'd love to yeah. 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 roast. Yeah. Please roast me in the comments. <laughs> I'll, I'll read them it. out. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, put him in the sun, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. His weakness. Sunlight. Okay, so moving on, we're going to be a final little bit of quick news, and that is the Wireless Vive module leak. So this is like real fresh, off the heat, like off the pan, straight into your eyeballs and your ears. So Vive Wireless module apparently is going to be releasing on the 3rd of September this year, and it's going to be available for $299. Now, there was a page that went up from B&H Photo and Video, and they accidentally leaked the information. The page was up for a short amount of time, but everyone sort of managed to grab the information, post it on Reddit, uh, and it's been taken down since. But having a look at this, you know, the, the price point is... Is, is kind of expected really because it's the same price point as the TP casters right now for the Vive and the Oculus Rift. Mm. So if you're interested in a wireless module, then you know the September 3rd is the date for you to put in your diary because uh, it'll be interesting to see how this one performs uh, up against the TP cast. You know, uh, I've been using the TP cast for quite some time on my Rift, mm. but you know, I, I did a detailed video about it. You know, I, I really enjoy the fact that it's wireless, but it was a pain in the backside to set up and you also had to use third-party software to get it working well um so well, i kind of didn't recommend yeah. 
Yeah. That will definitely not be the case probably with the with the Vive module that there will be any third party software involved. And also, uh, I think they they use a PCIe sort of slot to uh, to plug in uh, the 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 antenna. Right. Um, so I mean, that's kind of cool. It looks so, good. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously so the TP cast, easy, then it's gonna be like yeah, make, and and that's the thing. It needs to be easy. It needs to be yeah. easy for sure. Yeah. Um, because like with the TP cast, you had to set up a separate uh, router, and then you needed a separate Ethernet port on your motherboard to run that router separately from your internet connection. And it, it, there was just a lot going on. But once you got it up, it was like solid. You know, I, I think it's a, a great bit of kit. But I still can't recommend it really at its current price point and the fact that it takes a lot of work to get it set up. But mm. it'll be very interesting to see how this one performs indeed. I'm really curious about it. Must be. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious about how the form factor is going to look. I don't know that I've seen a picture of this. So it looks like almost like a samurai's helmet. It's kind of got oh, these like- Oh, it's that one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the okay. one. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's but, a, like with the Vive logo on top, you know, it's yeah. the like Vive brand. Yeah. I'll, I'll look for a picture to show uh, to show the chat as well. Yeah, yeah. sure. And and the, the other cool thing about this is that not only is it going to work on your OG Vive, but it's also going to work on the, the Vive Pro as well, which is impressive for wireless technology to be able to push that sort of resolution at that sort of latency to the headset so i'll be really intrigued by i this tried it sure. at, at, at like e3 and it was was it was great but i mean yeah. like in the long term you don't know like after a couple of hours as well like when i yeah. when i spoke to this guy from bethesda i said like i i like this uh, thing but in the long run when the battery is kind of like getting hotter and hotter you mm. start to kind of you know notice some things you said yeah. like at the start it's always performing better and then so i don't know let's let's see when it comes yeah. out out of the box how easy is it to plug everything in is there like something on on the screen you need to install how easy is that like everything mm. together so yeah sure like certainly from my experience the tp cast like the transmitter and the receiver that's on your head uh do get a little bit warm so especially in this heat you're adding more heat to your yeah. setup and that's why it has those horns i think to kind of like you know dissipate the heat a little bit maybe uh, yeah i think it's more you see like, like running away. around with like steam coming out of these like yeah. things <laughs> you think they're more for that's antennas right are you about to yeah. say to, yeah to increase yeah. your your range um, and, and zim i'm intrigued like uh have, have you changed your mind on this no, sort of technology at all definitely okay. not okay probably when you get brain tumors mike i, I will i will <laughs> I look forward to you visiting my bedside. We're, we're, um, we're not having this discussion. I, I will again. donate. I will donate and all that. But yeah, I think I think I mean, it's too early to be strapping high bandwidth signals to your head right now. I think it's, yeah, I think phone, it's not though? the right decision. You have a phone? Yeah. That's not the same frequency. Oh, yeah, this is, this is going to go like a round circle. You don't like want to go down this road again. It's, I know we've talked about this. It's so non-ionizing. It's non-ionizing. So Nathie's demonstrating exactly what it looks like, you know, on, on your head. <laughs> what nice. is that? He's, he's going to be, like Zim is the model for Oculus, Nathie's going to be the model for HTC now. <laughs> That's beautiful, Nathie. But I'd love to know, I'd love to know people's uh, thoughts in the chat as well, because, you know, obviously we've got contrasting opinions on this, whether it's kind of yeah. safe or whether it's too new technology. But no, or, nobody knows if it's safe. That, no one knows. Like, but there's, there's no research available at this point that can prove yeah. that this is harmful, just because the effect yeah. would be so small. Yeah. When an effect is so small, you can't make a research group that is like neutral, that has no influence on that. So it's almost impossible to prove that it's harmful. Yeah. And that is you're going to be so, you're going to be you're going to be so jealous in where I grow like superpowers and become like Magneto or something like that. <laughs> you control things in my mind. <laughs> I think that was Professor X, Mike, and you're pretty much already there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I just need a wheelchair now. That'd be cool. Could be uh, that should be my cosplay. 
Uh, anyway, moving <laughs> on. This is getting weird. Okay. So, uh, I just want to add a new little feature, actually, which maybe if you like it, let us know in the comments down below. But um, games that are releasing next week, oh, I kind of want to give you a heads up of games that are coming next week. Uh, so it's a very quick little feature, but it, I wanted to sort of mention these ones. So Pixel Ripped is coming out next week. It's coming out on Tuesday, the 31st, and mm-hmm. it's going to be available for the PSVR, Oculus, and Steam VR. Uh, so if you're interested in Pixel Ripped, it's kind of like uh, you play like a, a Game Boy type machine, but you play it in VR. And the whole game mechanic is that you have to play the game and complete the game on the Game Boy without being noticed by the teacher and other people in your actual virtual surroundings. Am I right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nailed okay, it. Cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a really cool game. I'm, I'm going to be checking that out next week for sure. I'm really looking forward to checking that one out. Uh, also, just I, I want to quickly mention out and give them a shout out as well, because they've implemented some really interesting tools if you're recording this content. If you press F10 and F11 on your keyboard whilst playing this game on the Oculus Rift, mm-hmm. it will increase your field of view of the game to make it look really nice for a recording. And also you can put a little window of the actual Game Boy window yeah. in the corner as well. So yeah. I have to like tip my hat to them because you know we know that recording with the Oculus is a mess yes. right now. Yes. Um, so for devs to start implementing stuff like this to make it easier for content yeah. creators, uh, I absolutely love yeah, they, it. So they were definitely on point on that side. Like I watched uh, Frank's video because he mm-hmm. played it on the PlayStation VR, and I couldn't see him playing the game on his little Game Boy. Yeah. So I told him like, listen, uh, if this comes out and people want to capture this, then be sure to add like a wider field of view because it's important. And now with this extra screen, it's even nicer. Like it's super nice. I just ran into that problem on PSVR. So you've probably all played Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Mm-hmm. Great party game tried to play it you know from the couch broadcasting the issue is however playstation doesn't give you the option you receive on pc to either view the player's view in other words the bomb or the instruction manual it only allows you to view the instruction manual how good is it to stream the instruction manual to a bunch of people (laughs) and a dude sitting in a psvr headset just feckin' doing nothing, right? That's I mean, awful. that is not very good. No, no. They're missing cool. out hugely. And given we met the dev at OC4, I'm 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 keen to reach out and say, look, you've got this feature on play on PC. You're cutting Fix out it. the ability yeah. to do this on on PlayStation. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Now they know that they need to hide from you when they see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give them a heads up. Um, <laughs> oh no, it's Doctor Strange. <laughs> you gotta get feedback. Watch out. <laughs> so the uh, the other game that's coming out next week is what the game that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. That's Hellblade: uh, Senua's Sacrifice, the VR edition. It also comes out on Tuesday the thirty first. So you kind of got a couple of options there: Pixel Ripped or Hellblade. Um, but you can choose either between the two. But Ooh. let us know if you like hearing about the upcoming games because certainly I think it would be a useful feature. Yeah. You know, something that I would have liked as well, like knowing about the upcoming games. It's a, it's an interesting one for sure. Also, Mike, can you tell us some more about uh, the links in the description we have here? Like, Yeah, sure. So we've got a link in the description to our new channel, which is going to be called F Reality. We're going to start streaming there from the 11th of August. So that is our rebrand. Uh, the show will be streamed at the same time, but it will be streamed on that channel. So if you want to subscribe to the channel, go and do that now and turn the notifications on. And that means that when we start live streaming on the 11th, you'll be there and you'll be able to get the notifications when we go live because uh, everything will be there in the future. So I hope you uh, can... Uh, uh, continue to enjoy the show from there, put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Uh, so let's move on to our, one of our main topics, and that is Marvel Powers United VR. So this week, the game released, and it's made by uh, Sanzaru Games, uh, previously made uh, Rip Coil and VR Sports Challenge. Uh, it's an exclusive Oculus title because it's kind of made in collaboration with Oculus Studios. It's a bit on the expensive side. It's like uh, $29.99 in British pounds. 
$39.99 in US dollars. Uh, there is a fair amount of content with the game in terms of like characters and villains. You know, you've got 18 iconic characters from the Marvel Universe, nine villain characters, including like Thanos, uh, four different enemy types, 10 different locations which you can fight in, voice acting and abilities, all in keeping with the characters sort of... Um, uh, sort of, you know, abilities and, and, and the way they sort of uh, are portrayed in the movies and sort of comic books and everything else. You've got four-player co-op or single-player with AI uh, characters, unlockable outfits and poses and legendary collectible items. So there is a ton of stuff there if you're a Marvel fan. However, I think the whole thing was kind of let down by gameplay, right? You know, we, we reviewed this game earlier on in the week, and uh, although we did kind of have some fun with it, the gameplay core gameplay loop is a uh, sort of an arena wave shooter at its heart right it kind of gets very repetitive unchallenging and a bit boring after uh, a couple of hours i would suggest but you you've all played it this week right yeah. i don't know if you played it the sim no, no I, I've, I've kind of honestly stayed away from it um there's games that i'm like kind of reticent to touch and i usually just let them simmer like in a slow yep. cooker and yep. then i let all the feedback die down it was kind of similar to when there was the whole spike up of um vr chat i kind of like to sit back and just let people, you know, shout, scream, or praise a game, and then come to back right. to it. Because I don't have the same pressure pressure as a streamer as you guys do of kind of being first. You know, mm. like if I get to a game two weeks later, it doesn't matter. It still is entertaining. So right. uh, you know, I, being first is not really my thing. And having played that at Oculus Connect, you know, I didn't like it. I mean, I yeah, thought it was I, remember. I remember. I thought it was rotten, and I I didn't think there was much to come from it. Visually, it's come a long way from where it was. Mm. Uh, so I am still keen to play it just to kind of update. But I'm curious to hear what you guys thought of it, the characters, you know, particularly mm. the voice acting. You know, mm. how, how was it? So, so it's not like it's not like the movie voice acting. You know, it, it's sort of a, a ripoff, but they do a pretty good job. You know, like they're all in keeping with the characters, sort of. You know, uh, you know, persona. Um, but yeah, you know, it's great that you can sort of become the Hulk or you can become Rocket Raccoon and you're from their perspectives, you know, from their height perspectives, which is really interesting mechanic in VR and that you can look down at their bodies and see their whole bodies, you know, their whole outfits. They're so super detailed. You know, you look at the armor on some of the characters looks really, really nice. Um, it's just, it's just the fact that the, the gameplay loop, like if you missed out on the review, I'll kind of break it down for you a little bit, but when you play the game, you know, single player or with four players, it's always going to be the same. And regardless of the location that you choose or character that you choose, the gameplay is always going to be the same. So basically you go into an arena, uh, the game sort of missions last about 10 to 15 minutes. The first sort of, uh, five to eight minutes are sort of protecting these kind of, uh, towers, um, and then after that, then you move on to a generator where you need to put batteries in it. And in between that, you're just fighting waves of enemies. And occasionally you'll get a, like a, a, a boss fight, basically. Mm. Um, and then from those boss fights, you collect cosmic cubes. And then you need 25 cosmic cubes to ultimately unlock Thanos and fight him at the end. Mm. Um, but interestingly, you know, to get to that point, it probably took us, what, six to seven hours worth of gameplay, Nathy, to get 25 cubes. Yes. Um, so you're really going to have to play that 15 minute gameplay loop for six to seven hours to grind to the point where you can fight Thanos and, and try and take and him down. Are you reliant upon the multiplayer factor or can you roll it single? You can roll it single and play with AI uh, and, and the AI, to be fair to them, do a fairly decent job. But I would say that the game is is unchallenging uh, to the point where, you know, one player can just rule over everyone else so even if you're playing with complete noobs or your family that are complete noobs or ai that are complete noobs 
you're going to be fine. You know, we never died. And even yeah, the game wants you to succeed. Yeah. So no real failure in there. They want you to feel like a superhero that saves the day. And that's why I said in the end, mm. after playing this for seven, eight hours is it's, it's a game for newcomers. It's an experience mm. for, for, uh, um, people that just bought their rifts. And if you look from that perspective, it's a nice game. It's a, it's a fun game and yeah. it learns also people to use new locomotion options. This is the first time that Oculus bundles a game that teaches people this, this locomotion uh, uh, option. We have been always like talking about that. We want people mm. to try it out and, and mm. to, to learn how to walk around in VR. There is no teleportation in this this. A title anymore you know it's all well, the, the, there is a blink and... a, a blink yeah sure sure yeah but it's not it's it, it's let's say it's more intense than than the other uh experiences they bundled yeah. with the rift so let's say from the perspective of new people i think it's a nice game it's really a, a, a like it's an absolute blast but for people that you know have have spent a lot of hours in vr own a rift for years now it's not really challenging and that's what i think is a shame that they couldn't find a balance between those two to kind of mm. bring everyone together because i would love to like i had this before where i met people that were total noobs in vr they just touched it and i could just guide them through the experience that's nice but with this one i i kind of felt like they wanted to get all the noobs in one game let them play together let them have fun let them interact and and that's about it i just i just like it's not very spicy the difficulty is too easy mm. I got a, I got a question actually, and there's something that we touched upon with Seeking Dawn as well, and I haven't figured out how to do it yet. It's like, can you turn off all that screen clutter? No, not in this game. No. It, it's, oh. it's funny that the, the funny thing is like, if you look at the trailer and I play it again, like there is no nothing in there that is like yeah. popping up. Like, so they know it themselves that that is so annoying for some people because that is the exact reason why they're not putting it in their trailer because it is screen clutter and it doesn't convey an immersive experience. And I think that's a huge mistake coming from Oculus that they do not have an option to turn that turn that off. If if they can turn it off, then it's my mistake. Then I I haven't found it. But you can't. You can't. It, it's it's really annoying because I think it's. It's for for virtual reality. It's so important to have an immersive experience, and I think things like that just ruin it. It it, it just mm. ruins it for me because I want I want to be Spider Man. Spider Man doesn't see all those those things popping up and like oh I did so much damage. I don't care how much damage I did. I want the enemies to die. I don't care about how many points I score. I I, I literally don't care about that. Yeah. So I, I, I don't understand why that is. And also they have a comfort feature option that you can turn on and off. But when you turn it off, every time you go. Well, at least for me, every time when I went downhill something, it still blacked the screen for like a second or two. Why? Yeah. Why, why does that happen? Like, it doesn't have to happen for me. Like, and I can't turn that off. And I find that really that, that gets on my nerves, things like that. Because yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad game. It's like Nathan said as well. I think it's for newcomers. It's ideal. And I love the powers that they did and all the heroes they introduced. But I mean, the, the, the trailer is play, playing now as well. So the people who are watching can see it as well. It looks brilliant like that, you know? You have no screen clutter, you're killing people, you're throwing them in the air. It looks awesome to do that. But with the game, there is so much, so much popping up that it just ruins the experience for me for a large part. Mm. Somebody in chat was asking, how does it compare to Robo Recall? Because Robo Recall is a game that has a fair amount of screen clutter itself, but actually mm. almost, I would say, goes with the spirit of the game. You will have a similar experience, you know, because Rebel Recall as well is kind of a wave shooter that you 
progress you move through. Um, so it's kind of similar in that sense. Yeah. Uh, I had more, I, I, it's worse difficult to say which one I had more fun in, but I would say that um, they're both very similar, really, to be honest. The thing, the thing for me is this game, when I first played it, and even now watching it again, there's a great 2D game, which again is kind of lane-based combat, very much like League of Legends or Dota, which is Smite. And I thought that this game, if they did Smite, reskinned it with the Marvel characters, boom, they could do it. You know, with yeah. the different scale and sizing, I think that game would sell really well. The, um, the, the way they've done it here, I'm not convinced. The, the other they, thing they, where they I think they were heroes well, though. I mean, I, I yeah. really feel like playing the Hulk when I, well, I, f- I really feel like I'm the Hulk when I'm playing the Hulk, yeah. and I feel like I'm Spider-Man when I'm playing Spider-Man. That is that is a huge achievement if you can can do that. And I yeah. think for people who like Marvel. This is a really, really cool thing to get. If you don't like Marvel, you're probably not even interested in this game. Simple. Yeah, as. but I, but I think like Nathy said, if you're a VR veteran, it kind of is a bit boring and repetitive. Like for me, like you know, they they missed an opportunity, I think, because what they could have made was like the Overwatch of VR here. You know, where you have to choose a tank character like Hulk in your team. You have to have a support character that's yeah. going to like heal you up. You're going to have to have a, a shooter character and a flying character and the dynamics of each character help each other out to create this powers united as the game's called experience whereas it doesn't feel like you're united as a team because you could have a team of four deadpools and just shoot the crap out of everything and it's not really going to make any difference they 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 portrayed this this game from the start as a co-op experience where you really need to work together as a team you know as the avengers um but while you're playing it uh it will surprise you that there is not really anything you can do together in terms of interaction. Yes, mm-hmm. you could say like, hey, I'm playing as Doctor Strange. I uh, stun the enemy and then Rock Raccoon is finishing it off. Then you get mm-hmm. extra points. And that's kind of like the thing you did to work together. But I want to see things where, you know, you're Doctor Strange, you have a fireball and you you, you like cook it up and you uh, uh, shoot it to Rocket and, and Rocket is, is, is like uh, sucking it into his like bazooka or something. And then he shoots it away again and it becomes even more powerful, like, mm-hmm. like endless combos like i wanted to yeah. see combos where yeah. you really had to do physical stuff where rocket raccoon could ride like thor's hammer while he was like heading yeah. towards the enemy things like that you know so yeah. for me you know again it's a great game for beginners for vr veterans it's i don't know it's kind of arcadey i mm. i felt like they they should have just gone for that 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 team-based action mm. and you know overall it's it's a solid experience i was surprised as well that there was only one game mode in there Mm. That's for me is like an unfinished uh, uh, title. That's like launching mm. Battlefield and say like, okay, we have ten maps, and the only thing you can do here is play that match. Yeah, it's and exactly the same. Because I, it- Mike, like the first time I jumped into this uh, like Marvel game together with you, I said like, um, so next to this game mode, can we also play like uh, villains versus uh, heroes, mm. or can we do more? Like, can we do a that match? Can I play versus you as like the Hulk and you're Deadpool? Can we? You know, there was only one game mode. It's the same thing. It's a loop and. They like I, I still it blows my mind the people that tested this game up front that they could play this for eight hours playing the same game out all the time to get to Thanos and then beat him and then get not rewarded at all like I <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you know like hashtag spoilers just if you're listening now uh, that yeah, we're going to talk about the boss fight very very briefly so just a warning um and for those in the chat just a warning just you know close your ears for a, a couple of minutes but basically when we fought thanos um, and we did defeat him 
we both had a crash at the end, right? So the game crashed. Yeah. It went completely white for me. And uh, it, the game crashed for Nathie and the game just reset. And then as a reward for, for beating Thanos, the, all we got was seven loot crates. That was all we got. We didn't get the Infinity Gauntlet. We didn't get a, an epic collectible item that we could store in our virtual sort of like uh, uh, trophy cabinet. Nothing like that. So just seven loot crates, which was very disappointing. But I think like... Or a new character. Most publicate... Oh, be honest. So... So I'm done with the spoilers now. I'm done with the spoilers. Um, so, so spoilers are over now. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but like yeah, the, 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 to sum it up, like you're not getting awarded enough or rewarded enough with with things. You know, yeah. like you grind so much, and you get yeah. the only thing they always like treat you with are loot boxes. And I get their point. They kind of want to get that addicting feature in there where you open these 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 loot boxes, but. I didn't really care, you know. I just yeah. want to level up my character. I want to progress. I want to show some other player that I have been playing this game for six hours and mm. that I'm a pro. Yeah. But it's just, you know, you just like if yeah, you play this thing. alone or together, it doesn't matter. It's it's very easy, you know. You yeah. can do this with your eyes closed. It just all points towards a different target we have seen before. Like usually when uh, Oculus bundled a game with the Rift or at least tried to promote it big time. It was mm. always a, a title that that blended in for everyone. Everyone could play this, and that's what we want, right? We want to help mm. the newcomers out there to join us into this great adventure of what VR is all about, instead of just having now like, okay, so let the noobs play Marvel Powers United, let the big boys play this game, you know? Like, we yeah. don't want that. We don't want to get divided. We want to stay together to get everyone excited for VR. Exactly. And I think like most publications that are in the VR space, you know, had the same opinion that we did because they're VR veterans, you know, they were disappointed in the game. And I think that's the thing, like, it's not that we don't like the game. I think it was just we were disappointed because it had so much potential to be more, you know, mm. such a huge IP Marvel, you know, you can't get any bigger though, than it. In the last episode, we did all say that we weren't really excited about this one. I mean, it still <laughs> surprised me in a positive way, in the way that I really thought the gameplay was going to be bad as well. But the gameplay is... For for the small amount what it is, it is fairly solid. You know, it is no, in no, that I, way. The, the thing is, like, well, what uh, I was surprised about was like the prologue. Like that was super oh, polished. That was, so super that was great nice. That was nice. Yeah. Really cool. And and had there been more, like, had there been like four or five different game modes to spice it up, I would have rated the game way higher. Like, and I, I think the game would have deserved like an eight or an eight point five in terms of score. But I think right now the the, the biggest problem right now is that Sanzaru games have been very quiet about like the reaction of the community and the reaction of the VR sort of publications in terms of the game's rating, because everyone said it was kind of very average. Like you say, very aimed at like the beginnings of VR, doesn't really uh, fit very well for the vets unless you're a real diehard Marvel fan. But what we need from Sansaru Games right now is, okay, we understand your criticisms of the game. This is our roadmap for what we're releasing in the future. But at the moment, they've been radio silent no update other than the fact that don't worry there'll be some free dlc coming soon well i'm sorry but like an iron man although i would be excited about it isn't going to be enough it needs to be more game modes and more interesting spicy mechanics like you say to to make the game more interesting i, I just i just i just hope they can turn this around because we don't want marvel powers united vr to be a ghost town because if you then buy a headset and you then jump into your first game you're like where are all the players? Very good bad point. Bad advertisement. Bad advertisement. If there's no one in there, because it's you can play with AI, but players like especially when like when I got my VR headset, there was no one to play because there was no multiplayer, or at least there was like not something I could just jump in straight from the bat. Hmm. Now you have that, 
then make use out of that. Like, let's mm. say if they had their first experience in Rec Room or Onward or somewhere else, like there is a community on there that is always active. If this yeah. really turns into like a, a, a no, uh, like, like a wasteland, mm. it's going to be such a shame because this game only for me works multiplayer with people that I know, friends, strangers. It's not fun to play with AI. It's just not. It doesn't feel mm. alive enough. If you can, like Mike and I, we, we played together. We had fun. We worked together. We were kind of communicating. We had a nice chat. I also told Mike, like, you know, Marvel United Powers is also a game where you can just chit-chat with your friends while you're playing the game. Mm. So, yeah, for me, it's like if they bring more game modes, if they bring more interaction, then it's it's nice. I don't think the interaction part is still going to happen because the game is so far into development yeah. that it's hard to add that. But definitely definitely game modes you can't sure. just deliver one game mode that is the same in every map mm. that's that's like uh, that's unbelievable you should really bring more gameplay content because the heroes are nice yeah they are nice yep. like I, yep. I i'm not hating on the heroes like i love that no. the, the no. fact you can see your body and the way they made that like how the hands that was going to be my question to you guys was who was your favorite character Doctor Strange is an epic character. Strange, he, is, yeah. he is an epic character to play because he can fly, which is awesome. Like flying characters in this game work really well because oh. you can oversee the whole map. And uh, he's got some really interesting moves that actually feel really nice to play with, right? You, you can build up fireballs, shoot them out, and you kind of feel that little rumble in your hands. You can trap enemies, which other uh, other players can sort of kill. But all of them have a certain appeal. Like, I mean, I've only played two, like really hmm. played them. Uh, I've played the Hulk and I've played uh, Spider-Man. I also think that the Hulk is way overpowered because at my first goal, yeah, I yeah. scored like three and a half million points or something yeah, yeah, yeah. by yeah, just yeah, clapping yes. my hands the entire time. That was all I was doing, just clapping my hands yeah. like, a, like an idiot. No cooldown right? no cool like, no whatsoever, no. Uh, I can tell so... you now, if you play as Wolverine, you are going to get a workout for sure. Because <laughs> 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 you're going to be slashing like a madman. But this is I'll, the thing, I'll, like I, I get out it's, it's, it's not like the game is really bad. It's just that I think everyone is just really disappointed in the potential that the game had that they just didn't deliver on, you know? Yeah. So. Because it is like, it is a shooter. It is a spell fighter. It is a brawler. It's everything in one. It is. Mm. Um, just bring the community together, you know, share the excitement of VR. Um, again, as I said before, if they can make this game uh, feel alive for the newcomers, that's the most important part right now. I don't mm. want someone that just bought a headset, gets that lonely experience in a game that is really about uniting those powers, chit chat, you know, that's, that's so, let's hope for the best, seriously. I want yeah. single player. Well, well, you're going to be happy about the next game, Rowdy. <laughs> let's put it that way. Let's move on then. Talk about Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, the VR edition. Uh, because it was around this sort of last, this time last year where I was sort of, pulled away from VR and sort of enticed by a pancake game, which happens every now and again, like this year, you know, it was Detroit and God of War. But last year, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice was one of the games that really sort of pulled me away from VR because I was enticed by the graphics, the way the game looked. And uh, yeah, you know, I sunk about seven hours into the game, 100%ed it, completely got all the uh, unlockables and achievements. And I really enjoyed my time with the game. Like I, I can wholeheartedly recommend it as a game, you know, in terms of graphics and, and motion capture, still like one of the best I've ever seen, you know, in a game before, you know, the, 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 the girl that played Senua, you know, looks like her as well. Um, but she acted out all the scenes. They were all completely motion captured. So it's very lifelike. You really sort of build a connection with uh, Senua. 
Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, this week, uh, Ninja Theory, the developers behind the game, which are a UK-based uh, developer, uh, they announced that the game is coming to VR. So it's going to get a VR mode, and the VR mode is actually coming out next week. So it was a really short sort of announcement period. I love it when developers kind of drop this surprise bomb on you. It's like then the hype sort of just <laughs> goes crazy. Like everyone's like, oh, my God, it's happening right now. Um, but I was really surprised. I didn't anticipate an announcement like this at all, but I am very excited to give it a second look now, especially because the, the game graphically looks incredible. And I've literally just had the Pro uh, arrive. I haven't even set it up yet, but I'm very interested to see how that game looks in the Pro because, you know, being a very graphics. I think if it, if it runs, you know, who knows? Yeah. It might not. Good luck with that. <laughs> because the devs actually stated that they recommend a GTX 1080 to play this game in VR. And uh, I know that Paradise Decay, who's probably in the chat right now, who can um, probably uh, tell you as well, he played it on a GTX 1060 and sort of knocked the settings down a bit, but did have a decent experience with the game. So I wouldn't worry too much about the recommended specs. Uh, I'm sure he can clarify that. But um, for those of you that don't know anything about the game at all, like uh, the game followers, uh, Senua, she's like a female uh, Celtic warrior who's going through some real inner turmoil. Like, you know, something tragic has happened in her life. And basically she hears these internal voices which are constantly battling each other to try and force her uh, sort of decision making. And it's so well done in the game that they recommend you wear earphones when you play the game. And that's because you hear the voices in your head as well. And it's constant mm. throughout the whole game. It's, it's a very uh, interesting mechanic and makes you feel very connected to Senua in a way that you really understand what she's going through. And some of the cutscenes, you know, they're, they're like uh, Academy Award winning because you see her very up close and personal. She's always very emotional and upset trying to convey what's going on in her life. And basically, you just follow her through her journey from a, a third person sort of perspective. You can fight enemies and solve puzzles, but it's sort of broken up in a way that the pacing of the game is very nice. You don't kind of get bored of one aspect. Uh, it kind of breaks it up in a nice way that you're kind of doing a bit of both. And I, overall, I just found the game really satisfying to play. So, uh, you know, it's one that I just wanted to talk about, uh, you know, on, on the show. But, you know, just be warned that it's not... Uh, a true VR game in that you're going to be using motion controllers. You're, you're not. You're going to be using a gamepad. Uh, but I think the payoff uh, is going to be worth it. I know that Paradise Decay particularly had a great time with it. And you've played it uh, yesterday, right, Nathy? Yes. Yes, it's it's very, very nice. Like, it's, it's a third-person uh, VR game. You know, as I said before, it's a specific genre. Again, if you, if you want to give one a try and, uh, you know, have your first experience... Uh, that way, you know, Moss is a is a nice uh, entry. Mm. Uh, uh, Chronos, Edge of Nowhere, uh, Adventure Time, Magic Man's Head Games, uh, also Alone Together or Along Together. Along you know, together, that I, yeah. Uh, so there are so many out there, and this is like the newest one in the lineup. Uh, it, it's amazing, mm. like visually, it's it's a pleasure for the eyes, and the sounds are as important as the graphics uh, mm. and as as the gameplay. Because as you said, like that makes it so immersive. And then when I played it for like three hours straight, I, I just realized that there aren't that many VR games out there that really play with sounds mm. that much in, mm. in the way this Moss. game does. Not, not in like, yeah. like a whispering way, a but at least with, with a way where you kind of feel like you're in an environment and there are things behind you too. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, like I never played the game before. It was my first time. I did see them, you know, motion capturing this because it's very impressive what they did mm. with that. Um, I wasn't surprised it it uh, got VR support because these developers, Ninja Theory, they also made a uh, uh, Dext. Now this is ah. a uh, like VR game, so they, mm. they okay. made VR stuff before. Dext. Uh, Dext. 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 I didn't really know what it 
was exactly like you had to shoot like things around you uh, on rails and i don't know like I, it's a while ago i played it Jeez. but at least they 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 really? had done some vr before mm. Quick, quickly here the chat was also asking if there was psvr support announced uh but the developers indeed just like paradise decay has already said to have, have yeah. said that there's no psvr in the in the no. future no. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately not. Um, but interestingly, like, because you've actually played it, Nathie, did you find that the, because the, the third person view followers follow Senua throughout the environment, so do you find any sort of like uncomfortable? I know that you're not probably gets, yeah. you don't get susceptible no, 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 to motion sickness. I, I did, I did. Like, the, I use the basic settings because I usually believe that the developers go for the basic settings because they are the best. I mm -hmm. only turned on like smooth turning. So apparently, um, because this game has not been built from the ground up for VR. So when you when you follow her, the camera does follow her a little bit, but if you need to turn around and you go around a corner, you need to use your thumbstick to turn yourself around. Okay. So it's not like the camera does it for you like you have in Mars. So I was kind of missing that, but again, it's not a game that has been made for uh, VR and the, mm -hmm. the corners you sometimes go to are very narrow. So you mm -hmm. do sometimes get kind of like stuck into a texture. And it's like, oh, there's something in my face. It does like push you towards her sometimes to kind of make space. But it did feel like a bit arcadey. But I mean, this game, like it's an absolute blast. It's 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 amazing. So I can kind of live with that. Uh, have a, giving me the the view from like a third person perspective in VR is, mm -hmm. is so satisfying. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just that it could make you motion sick if you have to turn your uh, a view around all the time. Right. It's kind of right. like like a like a thing that just happens straight away. So it's not really smooth. It's 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 yeah like it's back back in back in the old days where you know you modded like Crash Bandicoot to play in VR yeah. and you had to yeah. put the camera yourself. Yeah. Uh, but the combat is fun. You do have moments where, you know, you're fighting like a mini boss and it's very mm -hmm. important that then the camera kind of gets like in the way because the enemy is sometimes like spawning away and then it goes yeah. to another place. Sometimes the camera doesn't like turn for you. So you're like, where the heck is the enemy? And then they're just attacking you from behind and you're like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. So uh... <laughs> I still need to interject here with one quick thing and just sure. say Super Mario 64. Uh, that's it. Just yeah, with the camera. Yeah, the I played that yeah. one in VR. I played that one in VR. You could actually like you also had to turn the camera there. So mm. that's why Mars and those games are so nice. They just mm. do the camera movement for you in a realistic way. But overall, it's it's nice. You know, if you're in for a treat, the decay uh, is set um, in the chat as well that there's a guy on Reddit who made a mod for uh, Edge of Nowhere and Kronos as first person. So he's wondering no if he can make a mod for this as well. Uh, might be interesting <laughs> to see that. It would be super intense oh first person days. for sure. Like Edge you know, of nowhere in, in first when, person. When you when you see this game, it is it's quite intense because you're fighting these huge creatures as well. And yeah, I don't know how that would that would that would work in a first person mode. But it's, I don't know if you noticed, Nathy, but because you're like three hours in or so. But have you noticed that there is a gameplay mechanic? I don't know if it gets explained at the beginning of the game, but basically, it, when you die in the game, Senua has this kind of black rot on her arm, and yes. the more you die, the more it grows up her arm and into her body and if you die enough times it'll get to her heart and then it'll be game over like literally and then you have to start from the beginning again there's no saves or anything that you can go back to it wipes your save it's and then no. you start at the beginning again yeah that's, that's why i played it on normal yeah. in case i want to play some more and i uh yeah. i do have to say like even on normal it was hard like i was it's trying to, to beat an enemy for like 10 minutes you know and i was like mm. screaming i was like i was angry i was like die 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 you know 
Yeah. And, and I don't know, like I, I, I played about like two hours of it, three hours. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play it again on my channel because I do feel like third person titles are amazing to experience yourself in VR, but to see it on YouTube, yeah. it's not very, yeah. you know, it doesn't really like, it's not it's the same. It's yeah. not the same. Uh, also, another thing that I do want to say, uh, this game, as you said, like has a lot of cutscenes. Uh, these cutscenes are not in VR. They just show it in like a cinema look. So you're just like staring at the cutscenes. Oh, that's a shame. Um, that's a shame. Yeah, that's so it kind of goes to like like film barters and then it just yeah. shows you it in a, in a tiny screen. Uh, I never, I don't think it was ever like like gameplay. It's just like pre-recorded. They play between the game as a lower yeah. rendered mechanic. Yeah, yeah. but it's a shame that you don't see her in in three D and feel like that kind of connection with her. You know, that's that's a real sort of shame. But I guess it's just a limitation of the game because, like you say, it was never made for VR initially. Um, I'm, I'm you, curious, Mike. So you played this, right? So you played this. Do you feel for this or other titles that you've played before? That you kind of got a piece stolen from it now that it's coming out with a VR patch. Like you're kind of like, oh, I could have played it in VR for the first time. Not necessarily. Like I played it on a really nice monitor, and like at the time, you know, there was no other game like it that looked as good at it as it. You know, like I was just completely blown away in terms of the way the game looked and played. Uh, it's only really sort of games since then, like Detroit, that have kind of matched it in terms of its graphical fidelity. You know, God of War as well is a beautiful looking game. Um, but no, I wasn't I wasn't disappointed, but I, I, I'm really super intrigued to go back and try it again because it, it was a great game. It was one of my better games that I played last year. Um, so yeah, I am excited about checking it out. But, you know, it's not going to be available on Oculus, just so you're aware. It's only available through Steam. If you buy the original Pancake game, you'll get the VR edition for free. So it's not like they've got a separate edition, which is really... Mm really good to hear uh the game is available right now so you can pick it up for 24.99 in british pounds 29.99 in us dollars so it's, it's a decent price for this game about seven or eight hours worth of gameplay i think you'll get out of it to 100 percent it cool nice yeah so that that is a cinema sacrifice vr edition so our final bit of news this week is that windows mixed reality if you own a windows mixed reality headset you're going to be happy to hear that this week microsoft are pushing an update out to their insider builds which adds a flashlight sort of portal that shows you around the real world uh, around you which is kind of interesting i'd love to know as well in the chat if you've got a windows mixed reality headset let us know in the chat i'd, I'd be intrigued to know uh, if you've tried this or you're interested in checking this out um, but basically, you can access this feature anytime. So when you're in a game, when you're in the menu, when you're in a cliff house or whatever, you just press the start menu or there is a, a voice command to enable it as well. And what it actually does is once activated, you see a uh, sort of portal of the real world through the uh, cameras uh, portrayed through the cone of a flashlight. So you actually control the flashlight in your hand and then you can sweep it around and that little flashlight cone will show you the real world around you, which is kind of like an interesting mechanic. So like that's basically mixed reality right there. Yeah, don't get me started on the name. <laughs> oh, but it is. Like now it, it, it finally it is. is in a way. Now it, it makes is. sense. But this is the interesting thing because they said from the beginning that the front-facing cameras were never going to be used for a function like this. They always kind of said that the front-facing cameras were always just there for the tracking abilities, but it just seemed that there are some possibilities there to use them at the same time for yeah. this mechanic. I, I love like the, the the marketing they did on this feature. Like if you if you go to their like like page, their yeah. update page, you see like someone in VR and you see them using the portal and there are like two people there. There's one guy with like pizza boxes. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is only like I, have the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found the Robbie picture I put it up like, uh, exactly. right now. <laughs> yeah. So so pizza that's what time. you see. 
So, so the person is playing uh, in like like a Minecraft environment, and then you see that parallel of two happy <laughs> stock footage people holding, yeah. you know, uh, the, the a pizza and, and 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 like beer. It's the most funny thing ever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But I think something like this would be handy, you know, like if you want to see what's on your monitor for the recording, or oh, someone's course, walked yeah. into the room, you want to say hello or something like that. But. It, they it, should it, do like a delivery man with his, with his post, you know. <laughs> Just open the door with a headset like, on. I'd love angry, to see the reaction. Angry wife, you know, like, hey, you should get out of VR, you know. Like, maybe they should choose Frank's girlfriend. Yeah, I'd love to know in in the chat, like, if you've got a Windows MR headset, that if oh, you've used yeah. this feature or you want to use this feature, or maybe you don't have a Windows MR headset, you've got a normal VR headset, but you'd like a feature like this so you could see what's going on around you at times. Uh, because, yeah. you know, we're completely blinded off to the real world right now. Yeah. And I'm sure front-facing cameras and stuff like this will become the norm in the future. Like, they are available on the Pro, you know. Um, yeah, two. So it'd be interesting... Yeah, it'd be interesting the if they like, utilize even the, even the Vive had it, but I, I like I started using it at the start because it was kind of cool, but I never use it anymore. Like I, I just put my yeah, headset up if I want to drink something. It's a, it's a developer be... tool at the moment, I think. Like you know, just just like that USB port, you know, like nobody really uses that unless you have like a leap yeah. motion or something. But it's mm. more to like you know give the developers option to experiment and you know what what doesn't work yes. gets filtered out in the next iteration yes. and what does work stays and. You know, it's, it's it's pure for development purposes that they put these things in. I think. Yeah, because with like with the Vive Focus, they they now track your hands too, and you can like use your real world to yeah. play kind of like an AR game. So that's mm. kind of. And there were even demos for the Vive Pro, right, where you could mm. use like the the real world to play around with. They. Well, yeah, like uh, Al Alvin Graylin, who we watched recently this week on a on a chat with Charlie Fink, was talking about the Vive Focus, and uh, he was having like people in marketing videos like skateboarding with one on their heads, <laughs> yeah, and, and doing like parkour with one. I was like, dude, like I don't know how this guy's like seeing golfing this. Golfing there, also, like if you, yeah. if you follow him on Twitter, like they are golfing, <laughs> like uh, the most extreme things. I don't know, like they apparently it's possible. <laughs> surfing yeah. yeah 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 for sure so uh if you've got any questions you want to ask in the chat like ask them now just while i wrap up the show with all the sort of the details uh so just a reminder it's a weekly vr ar and mr talk show live streamed every saturday on Nathie's youtube channel tune into the show at 7 p.m in europe 6 p.m in the uk 12 midday in central us if you missed the live stream i re-upload it to my own youtube channel every sunday at virtual reality oasis or check out the audio version, which is available on Google Play, Music, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. Uh, just a reminder as well, like the show is rebranding. So from the 11th of August, we'll be launching the show from our own dedicated YouTube channel at FReality. There is a link in the description down below. So go and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the notification button as well. So you're updated for when we go live and then you won't miss an episode of this show in the future. So if you've got any questions, now is the time. We've got a couple of minutes before we wrap this one up. So uh, we've got a question coming uh, from uh, Reality Virtual FR. Did you see Blunt Force, an upcoming game? I haven't heard from it yet. Not yet. Nope. I haven't heard of it. I like the, no. I like the name though. Good name. Blunt Force. Yeah. Blunt, is it, do you have to smoke a lot of weed? Is that what it is? I don't <laughs> think that's what they mean. It's got to be like a SWAT or cop simulator. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. I don't yeah. know what it is. So um, someone's also asking, are the new controls for Moss better? They updated it, I think, for uh, for the Vive. Like, they updated with like when you're playing it with like the the controllers itself. Right, think, right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I haven't tried it. Like, I, I I haven't finished the game, so maybe there's a reason for me to go back and kind of use the new controls to see. 
right because initially moss you played it with the ps4 controller right yeah Yeah. exactly i I only ever played the game on um the rift i only played it on psvr for like five minutes but i have to say the motion controls on the rift and i'm sure they'll correlate to uh the psvr as well work so well so you played it with the motion controls not with the gamepad no 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 i i played it with the gamepad for like five minutes then the rest of the time was on the rift with the motion controls ah so you did play with the motion controls exactly yes can you play it with like a gamepad on pc I don't think so. I'm because not you sure. You need to pull things, and you need exactly. to exactly like and and, exactly. and on PlayStation, the gamepad is obviously tracked. Um, exactly. They should yeah. make a tracked gamepad, right? On PC. It, it, it works so well with the touch controllers uh, because you've got the thumbstick, so you can control Quill with the thumbstick, and then when you're grabbing items in the world and pulling them out, it just works seamlessly. Like you know, the the, the whole design of that game. Hats off to the developers. So intuitive to play. Graphics visually looks amazing. Sound amazing. Quill is adorable. Yeah, it's such a great game. Like I can't recommend Moss enough, really. Uh, so yeah, definitely go and check it out with the with the updated controllers for sure. Definitely worth be going back to. And there is going to be more, of course, because this is just book one. So there's going to be more so, Moss in the future. There's one more. Uh, someone says I am still waiting for a VR chat meetup with the crew. I think us. Yeah. Um, that is going yep. to happen in the near future, where we, you know, yep. meet up with you all and uh, we hang out. Uh, we will also be at Oculus Connect. So if you are uh, mm. well, in town, if you live in the USA, uh, yes. then uh, we are going to be there. We will uh, uh, unite our powers. <laughs> yes, uh, we'll show them how real teamwork is getting done. And this is going to be interesting because it's going to be the first time we've all been together in in real life, right? You know, we've met up individually between us, but we've never all been together as a group. So it's going to be very interesting indeed. But certainly, like you've asked the question, you know, when we do the rebrand, we definitely want to do more interactive stuff with the audience. And we want to build this sort of community that sort of enjoys the shows and we can interact with. So, you know, you never know. We might have like a post-show meetup every uh, sort of month or something like that. So we'll finish the show and say, okay, in 30 minutes, we'll meet you in VR chat or rec room or another platform and then you can just hang out with us there ask us some questions play some games with us whatever you want to do uh but yeah we certainly want to do that and it's definitely something we've discussed behind the scenes well the person that wanted to meet us is going to oculus connect so uh well yeah. nice one uh, you and can then last that. but not least we have one that is easy to answer i think does vr benefit from sli or is it just better to uh, uh buy a top of the line single card sli doesn't uh uh no not only vr like games in general the the majority of them don't support even sli they only work with uh uh, can't get benefits though i i ran for two years with an sli configuration of two 970s not realizing the second card card wasn't enabled um well i like i still things were running a bit better um but what was actually happening was certain other applications so i was streaming and things and the streaming encoding was happening on the other card Mm. Uh, so it was i did see a, an improvement mm-hmm. but it wasn't actually the sli doing it so yep. although they were bridged that yeah. is not just stay away yeah. from sli yeah i i completely agree like i used to run a dual 780 uh, sli uh maybe a year and a half ago and uh, i would never go back to sli again in my <laughs> life i don't think uh just go for the, like the highest card that you can afford yep. and just run with that until like the next yeah. few updates pass and you desperately need another one you can still have two graphics cards i mean i have two and uh they're so, not sli so yeah if you want to run like a i mean i i have like two as well but it's uh, for like recording purposes so yeah it's, of course. It's, well, it's nothing to do for with gaming. two headsets as well and they then. don't 
they don't need to be the same card. That's an important okay. thing as well. So you can, if you have, you've just upgraded and you still have the extra slots on your motherboard, just slot the second one in, dedicated to other tasks. You can actually do some yep. of that config on your PC and it yep. will alleviate the other cards. The so other cards, yeah. Really yeah. Good way you really can wait to performance out. Yeah, you could dedicate it to like process. physics or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you could. Some pro uh, PC tips here. Pro um, PC tips from four I'm going to give you one last <laughs> one before we close, sure. which is it took me 10 years after the standard came out. So PCI... Uh, PCI X, whatever you call it, the current you know PCI slot for graphics cards. You have a sixteen, an X sixteen lane slot, and you have a two lane slot. The two lane slot cards can go in the sixteen lane. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> a yeah. lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I was like, I had one slot. You know, if you have like a capture card or something, they often yeah, yeah, the two yeah. lane. And yeah, I was sure. like, oh, I gotta get a new motherboard and all that kind of stuff. And finally, what dawned on me to kind of do a Google, hang on, can I? And I, you can, so. There you go. Well, wise more words from Dr. Zim. From more Dr. pro tips. You learn something new every day from this podcast. That's, that's <laughs> why you should tune in every week. Also every link week. to the new podcast in the description and also in the chat. Yes. Yes, so go and do that right now as the show ends. So I hope you guys and girls have enjoyed this show and I hope you have a good week in the metaverse. And until next week, bye for now and hope you have a good week. Take yes. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.